On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Nico Tremontana. Yes, I said his name correctly. This will be the last time you hear me say his name correctly because I am recording this after the fact and I've been able to practice his name for a while after I got it wrong. Anyway, Nico is a great guy in the e-com space. He runs a really interesting agency um, that helps with product development, helps with shipping. They've got an 80,000 square foot warehouse where they basically take care of everything for massive, massive brands as far as screen printing, embroidery, all of that. And then they're also Prime members, which is super cool because they ship out twice a day. Just an awesome conversation. Really interesting to hear what they're up to. Uh, Gave me some really good ideas of some efficiencies that we're probably not using in some of our businesses. And I think it's really going to help you guys as well. So enjoy. Today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand is brought to you by Mindful Marketing. At Mindful Marketing, they use ads to get you off using ads. Most e-commerce brands rely heavily on Facebook, Google, Snapchat, Twitter, and all the other paid platforms for the majority of their revenue. At Mindful Marketing, they use paid ads to help you build a community of loyal and repeat customers that will exist long after Facebook and Google do. In fact, Mindful Marketing wants to offer you a free e-commerce growth plan that they normally charge $500 for. A recent growth plan customer said, our ROAS tripled overnight after implementing their tactics. These guys are no joke at Mindful Marketing Co. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash grow to claim your free e-commerce growth plan today. Now on to today's episode. I have Nico. Nico, say your last name for me. <laughs> Tramontana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we went over it before the episode and I just decided, I'm like, I'm, I'm just not going to take a stab at Tramontana. So <laughs> it's all good. Good play. It's all good. <laughs> Nico, tell our audience a little bit about who you are, uh, what you do and why you're on this podcast. Yeah. Like I was saying before earlier, whatever, but we, um, you know, Jordan, you and I, we sit, like I said, in different lanes, but we're driving down the same street. So, you know, we are vertically integrated, I should say, production management where, you know, we step in, we build foundations for new and existing companies, ones that want to, you know, grow distribution, plan different margin models, and just kind of even reassess what certain processes are going wrong, pain points and things like that. And we, uh, you know, we, we kind of lay that foundation so we can hand off to different, you know, marketing and advertising teams and creatives that they're working with to go and, you know, grow and sustain that those different campaigns and those products and things like that. Yeah, that's basically what we do. It's interesting because I feel like in the world of e-commerce, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but what I feel like is there's a lot of people who have gotten into e-commerce who don't have business backgrounds, right? They don't have their MBA. They just started this brand and they've grown it to, you know, five or $10 million or whatever it is. And they're like, what do I do on the process side and the production side? And and they probably don't realize they're giving up like five or 10 points just in maybe moving manufacturing somewhere, you know, or like something like that. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about that. Like, is that a good client to come your way? Yeah. Like I said, like we work with the Kiths and Supremes of the world and, and we specialize in streetwear and menswear all the way up to licensing clients and, you know, designer clients like Marc Jacobs. And, and again, it's really, it's about having a, a press and go sustainable process, you know? 
otherwise you're you're kind of you know we, we say like you're chasing your tail basically you're always chasing a problem and you're spending good money in at a bad problem you know don't spend mm. good money on bad money so if you have those processes in place over the year over a quarter over half a year of growth you don't have to do that and you can focus on you know if you're drop shipping you can focus on product assortment and product research right looking up models from a revenue and, and margin standpoint and spend your time doing that rather than chasing a customs clearance or a bad FBA shipment if you're on Amazon or whatever the case may be. So for us, we are we have a logistics part of the uh, division of the company as well, where you know we specialize in large scale inbound, outbound, domestic and international. So you know we install that you know direct from factory production into our DC in Miami. We can break down, repackage, and ship out. We do that for like Fortune 500 companies like Coca Cola wow. and Starbucks and Live Nation, all those types of guys. Yeah. So you know having that type of data, you know, to be able to have some, you know, a level of automation is really important again, because otherwise you're just chasing your tail and you're throwing again, good money at, at bad, at, or, uh, you know, bad money, basically or at a bad situation. So I've got a question for you, Nico. So I'd love to know what that problem was that you saw in the market that you guys were trying to fix, right? Because I mean, essentially that's yeah. what we do as business owners, right? We see a problem yeah. for us at Mindful. It was the fact that we see a bunch of garbage ad agencies out there who don't perform. Sure, sure. And so we're like, well, hey, we know we own brands. We know what it takes right. to perform, right? And so right. that's the problem that, that we're solving and, and trying to get people off of ads. Right. For you guys, what was that problem that you saw? Yeah, it's ironic, man. I mean, the synergy between us and I, I learned this with one of your reps in the initial call was we just sit on the foundational production and being vertically integrated side. Again, you guys step in from the marketing and advertising. That's where we hand off and, and hand to the yeah. next specialist, which is you. You know, we didn't see a problem. That's the weird part. We just saw what was going wrong. Like I said, we had our own brands just like you did. I got shipments stuck at customs. I, you know, I had delayed deliveries to all of our big box retailers. I had, you know, production delays based on schedules and holidays. Days. And like, I would just always, and I don't have to pay through the nose air freight rather than sea freight. Right. Totally. Which is a huge <laughs> difference. <laughs> huge, vastly huge difference, especially if you're booking bigger containers and stuff, because the rate, the savings can essentially skyrocket in a margin standpoint, you know? So for us, we knew all those shortcomings and those falls and those fails. And I kind of like sat my butt down in a niche and I just wiggled and made a spot. Like I wasn't anticipating it. I just started to, like I'd mentioned, I had a brand, my partners had a brand, you know, I, I just, we started to get these requests from the different big box retailers. Like, Hey, I love that design. Can you make it with our label? And that in turn is private label. So for us, we were like, you know, I made that design and I'm not reinventing a t-shirt, but I made it and I like it, you know, as a designer, you're asking to just take my stuff. Right. So we kind of threw the ego out the picture and I just was like, okay, well, like, what does it look like? What is your, you know, your target order look like? And the orders were astronomical because they're big box retailers. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe we'll make <laughs> sure, it. Sure, so we'll that, do that. <laughs> sure. I suppose so, you know, because, you know, everybody needs to eat and pay where they're living. So I was like, you know, sure, this could add a good you know, revenue streams. So that just kind of snowballed. And then with the way that retail has kind of changed into very much e-commerce and digital, COVID's basically put that on steroids. You know, people have been a shop from home and have zero interactions almost at stores. We just kind of expanded each offering. We kind of expanded our production capabilities and kept in touch with those buyers and those developers. And we're just like, hey, we can also make this. This is the schedule. This is how we turn it around. We're going to manage it like X, Y, and Z, and we'll get it to here. And we'll manage it door to door. You know, and it's like for them, it's like an ATM. It's like, here's an yeah. order. So, you know, we're going to go sell it. You know, it's kind of like put it on, you know, set it and forget it mode. So, yeah, I mean, that's like the long story short, hopefully. 
Well, let's talk about what it looks like, Nico, when somebody comes to you. So, you know, a brand comes to you and they're like, hey, we just, we have these problems that we need solving. Where do you start when you're looking at those problems? So for us, we've become very confident in what we do now to where like, it's all referral. So we don't really have to sell and which is a really awesome luxury. So because we work like animals, which is the key to anyone being successful, it doesn't matter if you fail a hundred thousand times. It really doesn't matter. As long as you just work like an animal, learn and just do it again, rinse, repeat. That's it. Just that's it. Just keep going. So for us, we just work like animals. And at the end of the day, we we don't want to change what's broken. That's one thing I've learned. So I'm not going to go in there and try to like say, well, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. Just so you know, you're doing this wrong too. And I can also do it like that, right? No one wants their baby to be told they look, you know, crazy or weird or hideous or whatever. So we want plastic like, surgery. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, all the clothes are wrong. Like, where are you living? That's wrong too. Like, no. So, you know, so we're just like, what are the pain points? And then they just say, okay, great. And then it's like peeling back like an onion, you know, then you just kind of see like, oh, well, I noticed after like two months of working with you and we're doing your distribution. I'm like, we're utilizing your rates. You're paying 30% more than our house rates through UPS and FedEx. Oh yeah. You know, our yeah, contracted yeah, rates. So you're paying 30% more. So you can either put that 30% in your pocket or you can show some type of level of marketing. That's where we'd hand off to a marketing team to run the campaign of, Hey, we're going to reduce our costs by, uh, you know, 20%, our shipping costs, put the 15% in your pocket. And now your customer sees a 20% reduction in shipping. Right. So it's like a win-win. So we we just kind of give them that information and they're like, oh, sh- whatever. I don't know if I can curse, but oh, snap, I didn't know that or whatever. That's awesome. How do we do that? You know, and then we just install that. We talk about the different zone rates and how they can grow those zone rates and breaks. And then that's then that's a process set up, right? So yeah. So I mean, that's really how it comes to us. Like one pain point, but really we've just prided ourselves in trying to figure out everything and do really in our lane, of course, from yeah. production to shipping and management. So I'm not trying to do anything else, but become as good as we can in all those aspects. So when someone comes to us, most of the time we're pretty proficient in it and we can at least give an opinion. But again, we never want to change anything that's not broken for a customer. because Yeah, for sure. Nico, what's that big lever that you see almost every company coming in that you can help them with? Like, is there that one big like profit sort of lever that you guys are able to pull? Yeah. So for us, it's really production. So I don't know if I mentioned, but in our, I mentioned to you before, but our Miami facility where we do our fulfillment, like I said, vertically integrated. So we do all of the production, all of the packing, all of the labeling, all of the inbound and outbound distribution under the same roof. So if we bring in a garment, we bring in an item, we have to decorate it. It just gets decorated, palleted, forklifted over to packing. From packing, once it's done, it gets palleted, forklifted over to fulfillment. It's binned and shipped out. So once the good comes in our facility, the turnaround time is, is epic. And there's no more logistics. It's all done under one roof. So for us, we knock it out of the park. So even if we're making a t-shirt or a hoodie or whatever the hat, whatever the case may be for a customer, even if we are, even if we are at the same price that they're at, we still can save most likely whatever they're, the $2 per piece that they're paying in logistics and the week and a half that they're paying in between all facilities. Yeah. We save all of that. So the automation. I the love that idea. It yeah. all being vertically integrated because people hate, I mean, as a business owner myself, I hate to go to all these different areas. Right. And that's just logistics right. the entire time. It's logistics. It's like, it's, it's, it's management, you know, it's time consuming. And like I said, that's where we step in and a lot of these bigger production houses, even to the designer labels like Mark Jacobs and stuff, there's teams of them and they're good at what they do, but yeah. we're just an extension. You know, we have a hundred some employees, whatever it is, we are an extension to that type of human bandwidth. So doing that much work 
and they didn't have to hire anybody. So like yeah. we're doing that management and we're just regurgitating the most one sentence update that they need. Yeah. And other, all the other behind the scenes crap all are like, we're just dealing with it, managing it and trying to make it as automated as possible. So the price per piece is efficient for the yeah. client. So yeah. So we were like, you know, we need to bring this in house. We need to bring this in house. We need to bring this in house. And we slowly started to add those layers and it's a huge selling point. I mean, we're Amazon Prime approved for shipping. We ship twice a day. You know, we got these certain- Oh, levels. interesting. So you don't um, have to have FBA. You don't have to use fulfillment by Amazon don't. and you guys are Prime approved. No, just- Wow. Uh-huh. Just as long as you have, basically Amazon Prime is obviously, it's just a fulfillment rate, right? So if you ship every two yeah. days, you're not approved. If you ship every day, based on, you know, your volume and, you know, your fulfillment profile of who you're using as a 3PL, as long as that fits the bill of, of what they deem acceptable to bear the Amazon Prime badge, then yeah, you just apply. So yeah, so for us, we ship twice a day. So anything that comes in the morning hits three, or, you know, hits our 9.30 pickup. Anything through the afternoon hits 3 p.m. And anything overnight just goes out 9.30 the next morning. So wow. we've kind of developed that type of process. Yeah, a lot of dock managers, a lot of inventory managers and systems just to make it really automated. Yeah, it's very, very, very. Well, good. thanks so much, Nico. Hey, I got to ask you the question that I ask everybody who comes on this podcast. What is your secret to scaling? Just, it's way easier than than what you want to make it out to be or what you think it is, you know? It's just nonstop research to just confirm your idea, your opinion on what it is. So if it's a product, if it's a margin, it's really just a foundation that you can scale. So if it's like, hey, I want to make 25 points on every product and I want to make 10 grand a month. It's just a formula. You just figure out what the sales number is. You figure out what your average transaction rate is, your average transaction value, you know, your margin, and you know how many products that you need to get up every month. It's that, it's just, you know what I mean? It's really just a formula. And I'm, like I told you, I'm very analytical for my partner. And I, I mean, I'm creative as well. My partner is very creative. So it's, it's great yin and yang, you know, in essence. But for me, it's very analytical. Once you just break it down on what a goal or a target is, it's just math. And you just, and, and then, so then at that point, you just find the vehicles to get you there. That's it. That would be an e-com platform. That would be a distribution model. That would be yeah. your processes of customer service. And you know, that's again, where we all come in as a process. That's where my company comes in, but that's really all it is. You know, I want to make 10 grand a month. My margin is 25 points. You know, I need to bring in a hundred products a month on 35 points, save eight for shipping and save two more percentage points for, you know, any type of overhead or anything. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever it is, any type of utility or, or variable cost. It's just really that easy. It's not, it's not complicated. And it'll take time. Always takes yeah. time. Doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> Nothing. If anyone says it happens overnight, run away. That's basically it. <laughs> that doesn't happen often at all. So yes, yeah, so it just takes it just takes a minute, man, and have faith. And it might not. I played soccer professionally, matter of fact, and you know that was. I started when I was four. I realized it probably when I was twelve that I was decent enough. And um, you know, it's like a eighteen-year journey to just get told like, yes, you can, right? So yeah. it's kind of you know what I mean. You're not going to wait eighteen years to make a dollar, but it will take time. And then it's just you know, one piece of advice is don't count every dollar that comes in, meaning of profit. So don't say, oh, I made five dollars today. Great, go look at that five dollars and be like, okay, well, I can spend you know twenty percent. I can spend a dollar of that you know on this. And okay, great, I need a million another $2. That wasn't much as yesterday. I wonder why, you know, don't do that. Stack it in a dark room. Just stack it in a dark room. Stack it in a dark room. Stack it in a dark room and turn the light on every quarter. Just be like, oh, wow, I got like $15,000 in there right now. I didn't even realize I would have that much. And then just keep working, head down and just keep working. man. it'll add up. It'll add up fast as long as you stick to your processes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Love that, Nico. Thanks. Yeah. We're going to move to our lightning round here. So I got a couple questions for <laughs> you. Right. 
All right. Uh, what is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Well, ShipStation is a really great software for shipping in the back end. So we utilize uh, ShipStation. We plug in with a Vault uh, software and um, we like using Shopify. We link with about 25 different e-commerces, but Shopify is those guys just really great. You know, they're really great at making the UI in the back end very, very easy. Easy, easy conversations for me to have with my clients too, to explain certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Two, I mean, <laughs> two things that most e-com store owners cannot do without ShipStation and Shopify. <laughs> sure. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. What's your favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? I'm going to be honest, and this is sad. I don't have enough time for either. You don't? I, don't, I can't. I don't. Imagine it. I have a two-year-old. I work from home and I've got 180 e-com clients, let alone production clients. So <laughs> my phone rings nonstop. My wife, I drive her nuts. I'm working nonstop. All of our, you know, type of built from the ground up products are built, sadly enough, for the most part in Asia. So I'm talking with my managers at night from nine till about 11 p.m. Rinse, repeat. I'm up at six because she's got me up at six. I go through my emails. I, you know, I take a minute, try to hang out, eat breakfast. And then as soon as that, that period is done, it's a wrap. I got 150 emails I got to respond to. My phone starts calling. I can't even listen to anything. I try to watch The Office for like an hour and a half at night. That's all I get. And that's just like my, I just melt into the couch. And even then I got to put my phone on mute. So I yeah, know, that's man, a lot of response. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. A lot of people depend on you. Right. And you have to be accessible. So, uh, but, but uh, you know, so I used to, I used to read some really great financial books and models to build a business years and years ago. But I mean, cause we've been on this track now of just exponential growth for like three years. So it's been like, it's just been very hectic, which is great, which is I think everybody dreams of, but it's hectic. So yeah, I, I can't give anything that's <laughs> in the current times. sadly oh, enough. I know it's that's not the okay. Right, that's not the right yeah. answer. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's still an you answer. Know? You gave me an answer, Nico. So I can go I off of that. That's great. Uh, hey, I got, I got one more question for you. If you could sit down sure. with anybody, take an hour out of your day, you're going to have to use up your office time on this. Okay. Um, I would love to. <laughs> okay. So take an hour out of your day, have some beer, wine, coffee, tea. Uh, who would it be? Anyone who's alive right now? Alive. That was what I was going to ask. Okay. Alive. <sighs> Wasn't prepared for this one. I mean, I would say probably, man, I guess Tim Cook, maybe. It would be Steve Jobs, but like you said, alive. I just love innovation. And I love yeah. like, you know, I love innovation and I love pushing the envelope to uncomfortability and weirdness. I mean, Tim Cook, I guess Steve Jobs really, actually probably Elon Musk because he's more relatable to me as a Steve Jobs who would be alive. Someone who's just like, hey, I want to make a loop that goes around the world. How do I do it? You know, he's just like, how do I do it? Just go figure it out. How do I do it? Let's let's hire yeah. this guy. Let's get it. Let's figure it out. Get the feet on the ground. Let's go. Move, move, move. And I kind of have, I have that type of like determination, like that type of optimism, you know, from playing soccer and going through the ranks at a very high level. So, you know, that type of like, I don't really care. I don't, you know, I don't care who I'm playing against. I don't really care. I don't really care. I don't care. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. We'll work as hard as possible. Let's figure it out. So, um, you know, he's very positive, even if it sounds absolutely ridiculous, even if the rocket blows up three times, he still goes and makes another one. You know, it's just like, it's yeah. just crazy. You know, I think that's great. That type of uh, personality and attitude is great. So that's, that's awesome. something I would want to sit down. Nico, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Really yeah. great to chat with you. Cool to hear what, what you're doing to help e-commerce brands, especially at scale. I, I absolutely love that. Where can people find yeah. out uh, more about you and, and connect with you? 
Yeah. So uh, company website is A is an Apple one zero agency. So a10agency.com. We kind of play behind the scenes a lot, you know, some, some of our clients don't really want people to know who we are, but um, you know, so a10 agency is the website, send an email. I, they, they come to a couple of people. I'm one of them. So I'll see them, you know, the general. So yeah, I mean, you can reach us just like that. It's very reachable. Awesome. Yeah. Right on the website. Great. Well, thanks, Nico. Really appreciate your time today. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Jordan, of course. Absolutely, man. Hey, guys. We hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.